0: Cyrus Trask was a farmer before he was a soldier. His farm lay on the outskirts of a little town, which was not far from a big town, in a corner of Connecticut. In the first hour of the Civil War, in the autumn of 1862, Cyrus lost his right leg at the knee. He stumped home on a crude wooden thing he carved for himself out of beech wood.
1: See that? Yeah? I've seen bullets before, Cyrus. Yeah, well, that ain't no ordinary bullet. Yeah. That's the bullet they gave me to bite on when I sawed my leg off.
2: Good God. Why,
1: but I bit hard on that bullet. <laughs> yeah. tooth marks. See? My God. Yeah. But then I'm a soldier. I was at Gettysburg. I was at Richmond. Right. My son will follow me in. He'll be a soldier. Adam ain't more than six months old, Cyrus. You can't tell what he'll be. Yeah, well, he'll be a soldier. God blesses me with more sons. That's what they'll become, too.
3: This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here, and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com.
0: Cyrus Trask was blessed with another son. Charles, born a year after Adam. Adam's mother had died in childbirth, and Cyrus had quickly married again. In the years that followed, while Adam and Charles grew from infants to boys to young men, Cyrus never let his sons forget his military glory, nor his power to command.
1: Oh, Adam, how many times do I have to tell you?
4: I just slipped.
1: When you're in the front line, boy, it's no good saying you slipped. Your comrades will be dependent on you. You can't slip. There are rules, Adam. They're there for a reason. It's discipline. Do you understand? Yes, sir. There's a beauty in it, son. I want you to feel the beauty in it.
4: Yes, sir. Thank you, sir.
1: Come here, Adam. You know you... You deserve to be punished, don't you? Don't you? Sir? Charles, fetch me a switch. Sir?
0: To Adam, as he grew towards manhood, his brother Charles seemed like some bright being of another species, gifted with muscle and sinew and bone, with speed and alertness.
5: Hey, Adam! Charles. Wanna play pee-wee? No. Come on, don't be soft. I'm not soft. I'll win. I always win.
4: I should win sometimes. I'm older than you.
5: I'm bigger. Want to fight about it? No. All right. What did you buy father for his birthday?
4: Nothing. Yet.
5: I bought him a knife. Big, shiny knife. With three blades and a corkscrew. Pearl handled. Made in Germany. Cost me six bits. Hugh won't beat
4: that. No, I don't expect that well. Come on, then. Let's play Wee.
1: Well, I'll be d- They printed it. They, they printed my letter about the war.
4: What does it say?
1: It's about courage, about not being afraid. Are you afraid, Adam? uh sometimes that's good son it takes courage to admit that nearly all men are afraid adam most of them don't know what of mm. shadows perplexities the faceless things but if you can bring yourself to face death and i mean real death by bullet or saber then you never need be afraid again yep That's the final purity.
6: All ringed with filth.
1: What are you staring at? It wasn't that Cyrus had changed,
0: but that some new quality came to Adam. Very fast. Almost a click in the brain. Mm, Nothing. But it was too late. A light had gone on in Adam's head. That night, in the tiny confines of the room he shared with Charles, Adam took out this new discovery and looked at it in wonder.
4: They're not everybody's rules. Not everybody is like you. You made up those rules, Papa.
0: When a child first catches adults out, when it first comes into his grave little head, that adults do not always have divine intelligence, that their judgments are not always wise, their thinking true, their sentences just, His world falls into panic desolation. The gods are fallen and all safety gone. It is an aching kind
4: of growing.
5: Adam, what are you doing?
4: Nothing. Thinking.
5: You're always doing that. Get back to bed. In
4: a minute. I haven't finished yet.
5: Oh, you better not wake me up again. That's all.
4: I won't wake you up.
0: From that day, Adam retired into secretness. He covered his life with a veil of vagueness, while behind his quiet eyes, a rich, full life went on. When Adam was 18, his father turned an unaccustomed gentleness on him. Adam was afraid.
1: Good evening, son. (gasps) Easy, boy, easy. (sighs) Didn't mean to startle you. I knew I'd find you here. This is your place, ain't it? You knew that? Yeah, well, every man needs a place to come. He can call his own. Well, you never came looking for me before. Yeah. I guess I knew how hard I was pressing you. You'll go in the army soon. I don't want to. It's what you've been brought up to do. You'll go in soon. I could wait for Charles, Papa. We We could go in together another year, that's all. Charles won't be going. Why not? Charles is never afraid, so what can he learn about courage? To put him in the army would unlock things which must be chained down in Charles, not let loose. I wouldn't dare let him
7: go. Then why do you make me go? You never punish Charles. Never once you let him live his own life. It's not fair, Papa. Why do you hate me? You
1: think I hate you? And now you let him stay out of the army. Adam, you're not clever. You don't know what you want. You have no proper fierceness. Sometimes I think you'll never amount to a dog turd, but I love you better. Always have. Maybe I'm wrong to tell you, but I love you better. Else why would I give myself the trouble of hurting you? You'll go in soon.
2: Adam, what did he say to you? Nothing, Charles. Just about the army. Oh no. He was leaning close. Talking the way he talks to men. Not telling, talking. He was telling, Charles. I don't believe you. You're trying to take him away. Oh, Charles. I don't know how you're doing it.
7: Listen, Charles, you, you remember
2: can't... that birthday? Six bits that knife cost me. I saved up. Months. And what did he do with it? Did you ever see him use it? It's a good knife. Thanks, he said. Like that. Thanks! Charles, and you gave him a mongrel pup you picked up on the woodlot? It sleeps in his room. And where's that knife? Charles, Thanks, really he la- said. Thanks!
8: I'm gonna whip you, Adam. Charles, please! No! Ah! You little ah! Oh, Charles, that hurts!
0: Adam did not fight back, for he knew that if Charles, he did, please. he would have to kill his brother. Or let his brother kill him. Three weeks later, Adam was in the army In the first shocking weeks of training And the long months out on the trail Shooting the rebellion out of the Indian tribes Who had once possessed the land Adam remembered what Cyrus had told him Night after night, ever since he could remember
7: You said there was beauty, Papa Where is it? I can't see any beauty.
0: But Adam did not go home. After his first five-year term, he signed up for another five. Even when his second discharge came through, he did not go home. He just wandered, as if he were afraid of something. (laughs) Kathy Ames was not like other people, never was from birth. As a child may be born without an arm, so may one be born without kindness or the potential of conscience. As though nature concealed a trap, Kathy had from the first a face of innocence. With her hazel eyes and hair as yellow as butter, she impressed herself particularly on Mr. Edwards, a Boston whoremaster. The story she told him and she was an expert storyteller, was very touching.
3: I, uh... Please forgive me, Mr. Edwards. I'm a little nervous.
0: It would be absurd if we did not understand both angels and devils, since we invented them. Maybe we all have in us a secret pond where evil and ugly things germinate and grow strong.
3: I'm told you're looking for... girls. Well... I'm a girl.
6: You certainly are, Miss...
3: uh... Amesbury. Catherine Amesbury. May I?
6: You, um, understand the, uh, nature of my business.
3: Oh, yes. At least I... Oh, excuse me, Mr. Edwards, I don't mean to blush.
6: Well, you blush very prettily.
3: Oh, thank you, sir. I believe you place girls in a number of of inns around the country... They move from inn to inn, a couple of weeks in each town.
6: You have an urge to travel.
3: No, but I, I. <laughs> oh, please, please forgive me, Mister Edwards. This is very hard for me. Oh, there, 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 there.
6: <laughs> um, I take it you have no experience of uh, my business.
3: No. Not at all. I never even know.
6: And I confess, Miss, sir. Uh, may I call you Catherine? <laughs> I confess I don't understand why a girl like you.
9: My father is d- d-
3: dead. Before he died, he let things go. We didn't know he had borrowed money on the farm, and I can't let the bank take it away from my mother. The shock would kill her. I thought. I thought maybe I could I could make up enough to to, to keep up with the mortgage. Well,
6: well now, my dear, let's uh, let's talk this over. Maybe we can figure some way for you to get the interest money.
3: Oh, Mr. Edwards, I would be truly grateful.
0: Edwards was as cold-blooded a whoremaster as ever lived. He made it an unvarying rule not to believe anything his girls said at any time, but there was something about this girl. About her innocent hazel eyes. Eyes you could almost dive right into.
6: I'm sure between us we'll think up something.
0: (sighs) Edwards fell headlong into the oldest conviction in the world. That a girl you are in love with can't possibly be anything but true and honest.
3: How could I ever repay you?
0: He didn't put Catherine Amesbury out on the circuit. He made her his mistress.
7: Charles? Hey, Charles!
2: (laughs) Well, I'll be.
7: (laughs) Hello, brother. Good God!
2: (laughs) Adam! You're thin!
7: Yeah, I guess I am. You're back then? Yeah, I'm back. (laughs) <laughs> well, the place hasn't changed much. Where you been? Ah, wandering. Like a hobo all over. Since I left the army, I couldn't stop. It uh, gets into you.
2: Well, it's
7: a real bad score on you for it.
2: Yeah, stone bounced up when I was hoeing the north field. <laughs> you didn't ride much.
7: Did you kill any Indians? I don't want to talk about it. What is it, Charles? Why are you looking at me like that? Our father's dead.
2: How long ago? About a month. Pneumonia. They buried him in Washington. Well, why Washington? He was important, Adam. Our father turned out a big man. He wrote so many letters to the newspapers about the war, the Veterans' Association invited him to Washington. Gave my a position, and running the farm myself for five years. Well, you've done a good job. The vice president was at the funeral. The president sent a wreath, I got a letter, and newspapers, I'll show you. I got it all. You, you hungry? I'm always hungry. <laughs> you better come in the house. <laughs> you don't have much to say for yourself nope
7: you talk say what's on your mind something is has been since I got here You're walking around it like a terrier around a bush gotta tell it before it bites you alright did you
2: love our father
7: What business is that of yours?
2: He loved you more than anything else in the world. I don't believe that. He liked everything you bought him. He didn't like me. Remember the pocket knife? It's in his bureau right now. They didn't even take it to Washington. (laughs) That pup you gave him, it was at his funeral. A colonel was holding it. He was blind, couldn't walk. They shot it right afterwards. I don't see... I don't see what
7: you're getting at.
2: I love Tim. <sighs> I love Tim.
7: <sighs> oh, I'm sorry. I'll be sorry. We can talk about this, Charles. We have years for this. Will you tell me one thing. Now, not quick.
2: Think about it before you tell it. And maybe... Don't tell me unless it's true. Your answer. Uh huh. Do you think it'd be possible for our father to be dishonest? What do you mean? His discharge from the army came down with his other papers?
7: He lied, Adam.
2: He was not at Chancellorsville. He was not at Gettysburg or the Wilderness or Richmond or Appomattox or any of the other battles he became an expert witness for. So that's it. He made a will. He left ever than equal to you and me.
7: It's over $100,000. You're crazy. hundred dollars maybe. $100,000. $100, $100,000? Where would he get that kind of money? I don't know. He was in Washington. He knew big men. Maybe he
2: speculated. I think that. he stole it. Hey, Charles, He on. held big jobs in Washington. He could have got into the treasury and rigged the books. But then we could give back the money. But the vice president came to his funeral. Charles, well, what if he was a thief? Everybody would know. They'd say his whole life was a lie. Even if he sometimes told the truth, nobody would believe it was I the thought truth. thought you loved him. Oh, I did. I do. Why? I, I hate this. This. His whole life gone. I'm
7: pretty tired like to turn in yeah night
2: where shall I sleep your old room where else I kept it for you the way you left it there's clean sheets and all all these years I hoped you'd be back brother night then yeah good night didn't you love him at all
7: Well, I wasn't sure till now. It was all mixed up with how I was supposed to feel. No, I did not love him. Then you don't care if his life is spoiled. Oh, God almighty. I don't have to care. No,
2: no, not if you don't love him. You can help kick him in the face. I
7: don't have to care because I don't believe it. What? I don't believe it. I believe that he got that money honestly. I believe that in the war he did just what he said he did. Well, I don't see how you can, huh? How can you have faith in him if you didn't love him? Well, maybe that's why. Maybe if I had loved him, I'd have been jealous of him. Maybe he loved me, I don't know. He tested me, he hurt me and punished me and finally sent me out to the army like a sacrifice to make up for something. Oh, God. But he did not love you, so he had faith in you to run his farm, to be his son. Maybe... Maybe it's a kind of reverse. Now I have faith in him. When you take the money. Of course. Because you want it? No, because our father left it for us. We'll use it well. Maybe we'll stay here. Maybe we'll go away. Maybe to California. I couldn't ever go away from here. Well, there's no hurry, Charles. We'll fill it out.
2: Yeah.
0: Kathy played Edwards like a fisherman landing a trout. He gave her jewelry. She sold it. He bought her a house. She mortgaged it. After two years, she had a small suitcase full of cash, ready to move on. But she made a mistake. Love to a man like Edwards is a crippling emotion. He grew suspicious. He employed a detective. He learned more... And either of them had bargained for. What's in the
6: suitcase, Catherine?
3: Just some old clothes for the poor.
6: Give it to me, Catherine. No. Give it to me.
3: Get it yourself. What are you up to?
6: We're going for a little trip. Uh, I don't want to. I don't care.
3: Darling, what is this? You can't force me. I'll call the police.
6: I thought we'd go to your hometown. If you want. I hear they had a big fire there a few years ago. A couple roasted in their beds. Name of Ames. Mr. and Mrs. Ames. Uh, perhaps you knew them, Miss Amesbury.
3: I knew lots of people.
6: The fire, though. You'd remember that. It was arson. They proved it. I guess you could call it murder. The daughter went missing, presumed dead. But they never found the body. So what? Pretty girl. Blonde, hazel eyes. Name of Kathy. Easily recognized. What kind of a monster would kill its parents?
3: You can't prove anything.
6: (laughs) You disappoint me, Kathy.
3: All right, all right do whatever you want just don't mark my face that's better what did you have in mind
6: you came to me looking for work so now you work i've got a string of houses in connecticut need servicing two weeks in each then you move on all right farmers mostly pretty rough men dirty grime in their fingernails Pretty basic needs. All right. And I keep the suitcase.
5: But it's only. I keep
6: the suitcase. Now, get your wrap. They traveled
0: by train. They did not speak much. They dismounted in a small Connecticut town at dusk, walked down its one dark street, and out into the country.
3: I thought we were going to an inn. We are. We're miles from anywhere.
6: So's the inn. Catherine.
3: Don't touch me.
6: How are you gonna stop me? I have a knife. No, you don't. Uh,
3: Darling, please. Don't
6: call me darling. A bitch like you doesn't call me darling.
3: I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
6: Why'd you do it, Catherine? I loved you.
3: Oh, you don't know the meaning of the word. No. Oh. Get away. Oh!
6: I loved I you, I you whore.
3: Go, you're hurting me.
6: Now you know how I feel.
3: Bitch! Oh.
10: Stop!
0: Edwards thought he only meant to punish her. But he didn't
6: know about himself.
1: <figlies> you broke my heart, you slut! <certo> <heading Peter> bitch! <ission of words>
6: <recuperated> bitch! <doubles> <bachelor Anhstr casing> Oh, it's no good playing dead, you bitch! Don't you just lie there. Take your punishment! You take... Catherine. 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 Talk to me. Catherine. Oh, God.
2: Oh, Oh, God. What have I done? Oh, dear God, what have I done?
0: (laughs) She was very badly hurt. But just as a wounded dog will drag itself home, Kathy had an instinct for survival. Three hours it took her to drag herself inch by painful inch to the porch of the nearest farmhouse. Damn!
1: What in hell did she do to deserve that? Here, give me a hand. Let's get her inside. Now,
2: watch that arm. Hey, looks like it's broken. Well, put her in is my there... bed. You go for the doctor. No, uh... no. We'll hitch up the wagon and take her in. Are you crazy? We can't move Now, uh... think about it a minute, Adam. Two men living alone, and they got this in their house. How would you know what she is? How'd she get here? You're taking an awful chance. You don't mean it. It'll you. be all over the county in two hours. I'm telling you, we're going to suffer for it. Listen, Charles... I'll do the
7: suffering If you don't go for the doctor right now I'll go and I'll leave you with her All right, all right Uh There, there You're gonna be all right We're getting a doctor Uh No, no, don't try to talk You can stay here That's it You can stay here as long as you need My name's Adam Adam Trask I'll take care of you
0: Adam got his way. Kathy stayed. Three ribs, her arm and jaw were broken, her skull fractured. It was weeks before she was able to talk. By then, she had learned about the Trask brothers' inheritance. She made her
2: plans accordingly.
3: Adam, is that you? No.
2: It's me, Charles.
3: Come in. No, thanks. You don't come in much. Don't you like me?
2: I don't trust you.
3: Will you tell me why?
2: There's something about you I... almost recognize. Something I ought to know.
3: What do you intend to do?
2: Get you out of here as soon as I can. My brother's turned fool, but I'll bring him around if I have to lick him.
3: You're a mean man.
2: I don't think I'm half as mean as you are under that nice skin. I think you're a devil.
3: <laughs> that makes two of us. I know you, Charles. You can't hide from me. How long do I have?
2: A week, ten days. As soon as you can get around.
3: I suppose I don't go.
2: You had one hell of a fever. You talked a lot, like in your sleep.
3: I don't believe that. Daddy. There's Adam. He
2: likes me. You just go about your business as soon as you can. I won't say nothing to the sheriff. And leave my brother alone.
8: All right, Charles. I'll be a good girl.
3: Kathy?
7: Oh.
2: Hello, Charles.
7: I have to feed the pigs. (laughs) I'm sorry about my brother.
3: Oh, don't be.
7: How are you today?
3: I... I think my memory is coming back. I remember... Oh.
7: oh. Hey. <gasps> hey. Mommy, it's, it's all right. Shh, don't get upset. Oh, oh Adam.
3: Hey. I'm so afraid.
7: You remember who did this to you?
3: Yes, but I can't but say. Tell
7: me, Kathy. Tell me, they can catch him. I
3: can't tell you. I I want to, but I can't.
7: You can't trust me.
3: I do trust you, but Adam, if someone you loved was in trouble, wouldn't you do anything to save him from destruction?
7: Yeah, I guess I would.
3: That's how it is with me. That's why I can't tell. It's it's all tied up together. If I told who hurt me, someone I love will be in trouble.
7: What, a man friend?
3: No, no, it wasn't like that. Oh, Adam, I want to tell you, but I
7: can't. No, no, don't, don't, don't cry. You don't have to tell. I know you haven't done anything wrong, Kathy, but you couldn't have.
3: Oh, Adam, you believe in me. You really do.
7: Of course I believe in you. Sometimes
0: a kind of glory lights up the mind of a man. It happens to nearly everyone. You can feel it preparing, like a fuse burning towards dynamite. Adam Trask grew up in grayness, and the curtains of his life were like dusty cobwebs, and his days a slow file of half sorrows, of sick dissatisfactions. And then, through Kathy, the glory came
7: to him. Well, I'll say something, Charles. Didn't you hear me? Kathy and I are married
2: congratulate us why why did you do it Adam I love her oh god you goddamn fool she's a whore I hey. wouldn't trust that bitch hey. you just shut your mouth about my wife she is no wife
7: are you jealous Charles did you want to marry her me
2: I wouldn't live in the same house with her
7: well you won't have to we're going away to California and you can buy me out if you want to Please, Adam,
2: throw her out. She's going to destroy you.
7: I'll take us both in some dinner on a tray. We'll keep out of your way as much as we can until we go. Adam! Too late, Charles. Oh, Kathy. I love you.
3: How oh, can you love me with this awful scar on my forehead? Well, it's getting better. It'll never go.
7: I love it. And I love you. I love you because I don't have to hide anymore. When Father put me in the army, I hated it so much. I, I had to, to make myself small so I could hide inside my body and Nobody could see me. Nobody even knew I was there. You wouldn't understand it.
3: Alice in Wonderland. What? Alice found a cake that said, eat me. It made her shrink till she could hide away in a mouse hole.
7: Yeah, it's a bit like that, I suppose. (laughs) Alice in Wonderland.
3: Yeah, I never thought of that. I used to shrink like that. You did? Really? Yes, really. And nobody knew where I was, what I was doing, what I was thinking. Just like you.
11: You understand.
7: You really understand, Kathy?
12: Come here.
3: Uh, uh, oh, no. oh, oh, my arm. Are
12: you still sore?
3: Oh, very. Adam, oh, Adam, Kathy. I... I... I can't be a wife to you until I'm well.
7: Oh, I, I know. I understand. No, I'll wait. Oh, that's Charles. He's off to the inn. He'll get a little drunk and then he'll feel better.
3: I'm afraid of Charles. He hates me.
7: Well, I'll set up a little trestle bed in here. And if you're frightened, you can reach out... Can touch me. Mm.
3: That's my Adam. (laughs) So kind, so thoughtful always. Here. Have some tea. Oh, thanks. It's not very warm. You better drink it quickly. Uh I hate cold tea, don't you? Oh, Oh, Adam, what is it? Well, tastes kind of funny. Here, let me see. Oh, Adam. That was my cup. You've got the wrong one. I had my sleeping medicine in it. (laughs) (laughs) I hope I don't have to call you in the night.
0: Charles came back at 11 o'clock. Kathy heard his tipsy footsteps. He went into his room, flung off his clothes and got into bed. He grunted and turned, trying to get comfortable. Then
2: he opened his eyes. What do you want?
3: What do you think? Move over a
2: little. <clears throat> Where's Adam? He
3: drank my sleeping medicine by mistake. Move over.
2: we <laughs> have already been with a
3: whore. Mm, you're a pretty strong boy. Move over a
2: little. Well, how about your broken arm?
3: I'll take care of that. It's not your worry.
2: <laughs> All right, get in. a <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, poor Bastard. <laughs> come
0: here. The Salinas Valley is in Northern California. It is a long, narrow swale between two ranges of mountains and the Salinas River winds and twists up the center. The mountains are full of sun and loveliness, beckoning mountains with a brown grass love.
7: Look, Kathy, look. Mm. I've always dreamed of seeing California. Everywhere else I traveled, I always compared it to California.
3: How? You had not seen California. I'd seen it in my head. Sometimes you talk like a little boy.
7: I am a little boy. I'm a boy discovering life Thanks to you Oh, God, you're beautiful this morning
3: I'm dusty, and I'm crumpled, and I'm tired
7: We'll soon be off the train I telegraphed ahead for the best room in the hotel Good We'll buy the sweetest, richest land, Kathy I'll build you the finest house And we'll be the happiest people we know
3: I don't want to live in California, Adam
7: Of course you do You're just a little homesick Look at it We're going to be happy here.
0: Samuel Hamilton, who was my grandfather, left Northern Ireland when he was little more than a boy. His land was poor, and he was poor, but people loved to hear him talk about the world and its thinking. And he was
13: one hell of an inventor. Mr. Hamilton? Mr. Trask? Ah, Joe Williams told me you were coming. We'll shake hands another day. Oh. I won't soil your suit with these four hooks. Oh, fine. (laughs) You're buying the old Bordoni place? Yeah, thinking about it. It's a fine piece.
7: I know it well. Well, they tell me if anyone can find water around here, you can. I hear you built yourself a whale boring rig better than any in the state, Mr. Hamilton. Samuel would be easier. Oh, thanks, Samuel.
13: I just wanted to ask you a few questions. (laughs) Oh, Lord, man. It's a dangerous thing to wish an Irishman a license to talk, because he will. (laughs) (laughs) I have heard two ways of looking at it. One says the silent man is the wise man, and the other that a man without words is a man without thoughts. Naturally, I favor the second. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I can see we're going to get along, Mr. Trask. Oh, Adam, please. Adam. You're planning on settling in the valley? Yes, me, me and my wife. How long have you been married? Two months. Oh, look at you. <laughs> no need to ask if you're happy. <laughs> Now, if we're going to talk, perhaps a little whiskey would keep your throat oil against this wind. Not a word to my wife, mind. for Eliza only approves of strong liquor after she's had a couple herself, <laughs> and she's not easily persuaded here. Oh thanks. This valley is a strange place, I think. but maybe that's because I was born in a green place. I've dug in it plenty. Something went on under it. Maybe still is going on. There's an ocean bed underneath, and below that, another world. But nothing that need bother a good farming man. Topsoil is good, particularly in the flats. You think the Bordoni place has possibilities? Some of the best land hereabouts. And this will be a valley of great richness one day. It could feed the world. And maybe it will. Sounds like there's a but coming. Mm. I don't know what it is. But there's a blackness on this valley, too. Sometimes, on a white blinding day, I can feel it cutting off the sun and squeezing the light out of it like a sponge. It's as secret as hidden sorrow. Now, what did I say about letting an Irishman talk? I don't mean to scare you off. No, you haven't. But you know it's no cheap thing indulging yourself with water. I'd have to charge you fifty cents or more a foot, depending on what we find down there. It can run to
7: money. Well, I have the money, Samuel. I want the wells. I want to make a garden of my land. Remember, my name is Adam, so far, I've had no Eden little been driven out of it. <laughs>
13: That's the best reason I ever heard for making a garden. Where will the orchards oh, be? Oh, no,
7: no. I won't plant any apples. That will be asking for trouble.
13: And what does Eve say to that? Eve's delighted
7: in apples. Oh, not this one. She'll celebrate my choice. I don't think anyone can know her goodness.
13: Then you're a lucky man. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
7: when I look at Kathy, a kind of light spreads out of her.
0: But when Adam returned to the King City Hotel that afternoon... It was not light that spread from Kathy Trask, but blood, a pool of it, soaking the coverlet. Kathy! Uh... Kathy!
8: For God's sake, someone help me! Get a doctor! Uh...
11: Why did you do it, Mrs. Trask? Does your husband know you're pregnant? What did you use? A knitting needle? The old offender? I suppose he took things, too. Inserted things. Camphor? Kerosene? Red pepper?
3: Leave me alone.
11: You're a fool. Your aim was bad. You've nearly killed yourself. And you haven't lost your baby. You're still pregnant, Mrs. Trask. I hurt you. Don't you want the baby? You've got a good husband. Don't you love him? There's a law in this state about abortion. If this happens again, if you lose this baby, and I have any reason to suspect monkey business, I will charge you, and I will see you punished. I hope you have sense enough to believe me, because I mean it.
3: (gasps) Oh, Doctor, I'm sorry.
11: That's better.
3: But but you don't understand.
11: Then tell
3: me. Adam is so good, so strong, and I am... I'm tainted. What? Epilepsy. My grandfather and my father and my brother. I couldn't bring that to my husband.
11: Oh, you... Poor child. You poor foolish child. You can't be certain. The baby will probably be fine and healthy.
3: Do do you think so?
11: Sure. Now, will you promise not to try any more tricks? I promise. All right, then. I won't tell your husband what you did.
3: Oh, thank you, Doctor. I'm very grateful.
0: As the doctor hurried downstairs to tell Adam he was about to become a father, joyful news to any husband in love, Kathy couldn't help but smile to herself. A pretty smile and a face as round, as fragile, and as innocent as a china doll's. There was no epilepsy in Kathy's family.
7: Here, now let me hold the glass for
3: you. Oh, you're so good to me.
7: You're my life.
3: Oh, don't say that. Embarrassment. why
7: not it's true and I'm gonna take good care of you till the baby comes <sighs> I signed the papers this afternoon
3: what papers
7: for the Brodoni place no no the Trask place our new home
3: <gasps> that's nice
7: Sam Hamilton's gonna dig some wells he'll like Sam he's a good man Kathy and I'm gonna build us a house I found the perfect spot Kathy on a little bluff with a view over the valley We'll paint it white and we'll have a, a wide veranda and we'll sit out evenings and <sighs> just watch the dusk sound, sipping lemonade, and we'll rock our baby to sleep.
3: Madam, I didn't want to come here. I am not going to stay here. As soon as I can, I will go away.
7: Oh, nonsense. Don't say silly things like that. It's
3: not a silly thing.
7: Well, everything will change after the baby's born. You'll see.
0: So the land was bought and the wells were dug, and month by month Kathy grew heavier with child.
3: This damn wind Oh, does it never stop.
7: Well it must eventually. I
3: hate this place. <laughs> hey.
7: Hey, hey. It's all right, Kathy. It's Lee. It's only Lee. Does
3: he like tea? No. Yes. Yes, I would like some tea.
7: Thank you, Lee. We'll both have some.
14: I
3: bring a little table. Oh, he comes and goes so quietly.
7: It's those Chinese slippers. He
3: spooks me. I don't like him.
7: Don't like Lee? Why not? He's a good cook.
3: He makes me nervous. The way he looks at me.
7: That's just because he's Chinese. He's a good servant. He's respectful. He's the best. What harm can he do you? You don't like anything today, do you? Hey.
3: Come here. Adam, don't joggle me. It hurts.
7: Oh, I'm sorry, huh? I'm so clumsy.
3: No, you're not. You just don't think. I'm sorry. It's
7: just you're so beautiful. Oh,
3: sure. And what about the scar on my forehead?
7: Oh, that'll fade. The doctor said so.
3: I don't think so. Sometimes it seems to be getting fainter, and then it comes back. It's darker today.
7: No, it is not. Just let me kiss
3: no, it. No, it hurts when you touch it. It turns um, red.
7: Oh, Kathy, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have touched oh, it. Oh, get the doctor, Adam. Oh, Kathy, have I hurt you?
3: It's the baby, you fool. The baby's coming. Pete. Baby. Oh. Oh.
13: <laughs> mr
12: hamilton
13: mr hamilton what uh, on earth
12: mr adams say come mr Cat bad come quick miss Cathy is yell scream you come yeah you uh, should have gone for the doctor oh doctor out of town no doctor you come huh
13: yeah all right all right i'll come when did it start
12: oh maybe breakfast time mr adam crazy cry laugh make vomit
13: oh sure these new fathers i was one once i bring buggy You handle horses well. I got seven. What's your name? Ali. I got my name. Ali Papa family name. Kali. I've read quite a lot about China. You born in China? Uh, no, no. Born here. I mean no disrespect, but I've never been able to figure why you people still talk pigeon. ...when an illiterate baboon like me from the black bogs of Ireland... ...learns to talk a poor grade of English in ten years. Or me talking Chinese talk. Well, I guess you have your reasons. And it's not my affair. I hope you'll forgive me if I don't believe it. (laughs) Lee?
12: It's more than a convenience. It's even more than self-protection.
13: Mostly we have to use it to be understood at all. (laughs) All right. All right. I can understand the first two, but the last escapes me. If I should go up to a lady or
12: gentleman and speak as I'm doing now, they wouldn't understand me. Why not? They expect pigeon from me, and pigeon they'll listen to. But English from me, they don't listen to, and so they don't understand it. But I understand you. Ah, you're one of the rare people who can separate your observation from your preconception. You see what is. Most people see what they expect.
13: I have not thought of that guess I haven't been as tested as you but you wear the high-collared coat the soft slippers your hair is in a queue talky Chinese talk
12: cute Chinese fashion you you savvy
13: that does have the green badge of convenience I wish I had a hidey hole like that you were not born in America
12: no in Ireland and in a few years you can almost disappear while I, who was born in Grass Valley, went to school, and for several years to the University of California, I have no chance of mixing. I tried it. I cut my cue, dressed and talked like other people. For so-called whites, I was still a Chinese, but an untrustworthy one. And my Chinese friends, <laughs> they stayed clear of me. I had to give it up.
13: Oh, well. Wow. Don't you ever make a mistake, break into
12: English? Nope. It's a matter of what is expected. You look at a man's eyes. You see he expects pigeon and a shuffle, so you speak pigeon and shuffle.
13: <laughs> I recognize that. I laugh and tell jokes, because people expect the Irish to be happy and full of jokes. And you're not. It's your pigeon and cue. The Irish have a despairing quality of gaiety. We also have a brooding ghost that rides on their shoulders and peers in on their thoughts. Let them laugh too loudly. It sticks a long finger down their throats. I have a lot of books, Lee. You're welcome to borrow any you want. Thank you, Mr. Hamilton.
12: But may I ask you something? Let me guess.
13: Not to talk this way when other people are listening. Yes, it would only confuse them. I'll try. (laughs) What about Mr. Trask? Can you talk to him like this? Maybe, but not Mrs. Trask. Ah, yes, the elusive Mrs. Trask. All these months they've been here. The times I've been to the house, I haven't laid eyes on her yet. And now I'll be delivering her baby. Is she as beautiful as Adam says? Her face is beautiful. That's an odd answer. A tiny boy just work here. No hair, no talkie. There's <laughs> something wrong?
12: I've been at births before, Mr. Hamilton. A good many of them. But this. It's more like a bit of deadly combat than a birth. And Mr. Adam is strung so tight he may snap like a banjo string.
13: Oh, oh, Sam, thank God. Help her, Sam, Sam, help, please help her.
10: Ah.
13: Oh, Kathy, Adam. Get out of the room and stay out. I can't. You'll get out of the room and give me no trouble, or I'll go away and you'll have a basket of trouble. And I don't want you bursting in if you hear anything. Oh, you wait for me to come out. I just Adam!
12: You come, Missy Adam. You come and Leah.
13: Take care, Sam. I will. Oh. So, Mrs. Trask, that is just you and me. Ah. Give me over before long, my dear. Now, where's your lemon? Uh, Good. Good, my uh, darling. Good girl. Won't be long now.
3: Keep your hands off me.
13: I'm just wiping your face, my dear.
3: I said... Uh,
13: I don't oh. want sweat in your eyes, do you? How did you get that hurt in your head? I uh, oh! God!
3: God! <laughs> It. <laughs> you did that on purpose. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It was, it was a pain. Oh,
13: I'll have to muzzle you, I guess. A collie bitch did the same to me once. Ah! But she didn't know what she was doing. You did. You bit me on purpose, Mrs. Trask. You meant it too. I don't like you. Ah! It's coming.
7: A son. I have a son.
13: Adam, she must be met a whalebone. The child came before I was ready, popped like a seed, I hadn't even the water ready to wash him. A son? You can see them both in a few minutes, Lee. I need you in there. I have a son. <coughs> Oh, I do him as you have them. Sponge him off in warm water. Don't let a draught get on him. Ah, oh dear, I'll get you cleaned up. It'll be over soon. Takes a little time for the residue. And you're so quick. Oh, Lord. God in heaven. It's another one. Another? It's Twins. Tell Adam it's Twins.
7: It's so beautiful. Our sons, Kathy.
13: Our boys. Look at them. No. Kathy? Don't you want to see your own sons?
3: No. But... No, don't... I don't want them. Sam. It's
13: all right, Adam. Happens sometimes. away. You're tired,
7: Kathy. You've done so well. You're just tired, my angel. Go.
3: Away.
13: She'll change. In a few days, she'll feel so different she won't remember.
3: I'll remember. Go away. Take them out of the room. Turn out the light.
13: Uh, come on, Lee.
3: Uh, yes, Mr. There you are. I'll stay with you. I don't want you. Go away. Take
13: the lamp away. How's Adam?
12: Asleep at last. (sighs) That's a bad-looking hand you have there. I know. Through to the bones she bit. You put something on it? Humans are more poisonous than snakes. She's a strange thing.
13: Mr. Hamilton? I wish I was a child so I could cry. I'm too old to be afraid like this. You too? I haven't felt such despair since a bird died in my hand by a flowing water long ago. I think I'll go away. I never went willingly to a slaughterhouse. What do you mean?
12: I don't know. The words came out. Lee,
13: men are fools. I thought the wind had blown up the embers of my foolish mind. But you feel it too. I feel a dreadfulness coming. There are thoughts. Bad thoughts. No one to get into my brain, Maybe we're
12: scaring each other like two children in the dark. I hope so,
13: Lee. I hope so.
0: I've built the image in my mind of Kathy Trask, sitting quietly waiting for her pregnancy to be over, living on a farm in California she did not like with a man she did not love. Her eyes were remote. It was as though she had gone away, leaving a breathing doll to conceal her absence. Activities surged around her as her besotted husband Adam went happily about planning and building his Eden. When Kathy bore him twin boys, he was overjoyed.
15: East of Eden by John Steinbeck Dramatized for radio by Sean McKenna With Henry Goodman, Lorelei King, and Tony Doyle Episode 2
0: For a week after the birth, Kathy rested and gathered her strength. She did not see the babies. Adam looked after them. Oh,
7: shh. Sh- sh- sh. <laughs> you want to know something? You're very beautiful. Yeah. You're as lovely as your mother. Yeah, you're going to have everything, my boys. And when your mom is better, we'll choose names for you. Fine names. Missy Adam? Lee. Oh,
12: babies, they sleep?
7: Yeah, almost. Shh, shh,
12: shh. Missy say I go King City by Nessie Butter. Well, do it then. You do what your mistress tells you. Missy say no come back two, three days. Missy say come back maybe Monday. Well, oh, your mistress is right. You deserve a rest. You you come back Monday. But, there they
7: that's an order, Lee.
12: Yes, Missy.
0: Evening came down. At 7.30, Adam knocked on Kathy's door.
7: Kathy? 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 I'm here, Adam. Hey, what are you doing standing right behind it? You're dressed. I don't understand.
3: No, I don't suppose you do. I'm going away now. I told you before I wouldn't stay. You didn't. You didn't listen. I don't believe you. I don't give a damn what you believe. Get out of my way, Adam. But but the babies... Throw them in one of your wells. Kathy, you're sick.
7: You can't go. Not from me. Not from me.
3: I can do anything to you. Any woman can do anything to you. You're a fool. Now get out of my way. No, I won't.
7: I won't let you go. I love you.
3: Oh... Oh, Adam, dear, I didn't know you were going to take it like this. Hey. What are you doing with that? Leaving you, didn't you hear? Now either you get out of my way or I shoot you, Adam. Kathy.
7: Kathy, this is crazy. You won't shoot me. You love me. You love the boys. You know you do. You will. Kathy. Kathy! <laughs> ah!
3: <laughs> oh, ah! I told you what I was going to do. You should have believed me.
0: The heavy slug struck him in the shoulder and tore out a piece of his shoulder blade. She moved slowly towards him, cautiously, as one might towards a wounded animal. He stared up into her eyes, which inspected him impersonally. Kathy tossed his pistol onto the floor beside him and walked out of the house. He heard her steps on the porch, on the crisp, dry oak leaves on the path, and then he could hear her no more. Horace Quinn was the new deputy sheriff for the district. In truth, nothing much had ever happened there, but the Trask case caused Horace more than one sleepless night. In the end, it sent him riding the 25 miles to the city of Salinas, to the county sheriff
15: himself. Mr. Trask says his gun went off accidentally while he was cleaning it. He says his wife has left him. But that don't make no sense. She just had twins. I thought at first maybe he killed her. But there's no evidence. And Sam Hamilton swears he ain't capable of murder. Everyone's capable of murder, Horace. You know that. And another funny thing. She was his wife, but, oh, good Lord, he don't seem to know nothing about her. Where she comes from, who her folks are, nothing. What do I do, Julius? I'm so worried about doing the wrong thing, I ain't done nothing. Don't worry. Coming to me was the right thing.
14: It was? Sure. Now, Horace, over by the tracks
15: down by Chinatown, there's a row of whorehouses. I know that. There's Fartin' Jenny's, the nigger's place, and that new woman up from Sacramento. What's her name? Faye. Why, Horace Quinn, you certainly get around. Oh, hell, I ain't saying I've... (laughs) Oh, good Lord. You know I've never... Oh, good Lord. Faye came to see me Monday.
14: She's got a new girl she can't make much out of girl looks like a runaway except she's a goddamn good whore. Knows all the tricks and all the answers. I went down and looked her over. One hell of a good-looking woman. Wide set eyes, yellow hair, and a scar on her forehead. Oh. Told me the usual bull, but she's of age and I can't find a thing wrong with her.
15: And you think it's Mrs. Trask?
14: Oh, good lord. And she came in Sunday afternoon.
15: Ah, the poor bastard is in love with her. I ain't telling him. You'll have to get
14: somebody else to do that. Who said he needs to be told? Horace, if I told some of the things I know, this whole county would go up in smoke. You said she had twins. Twin
15: boys.
14: You listen to me. There's only three people in the world that knows. Her, you, and me. I'll deal with her. Horrors. If you should ever get an itchy tongue before you tell anyone, even your wife, why you just think about those little boys finding out
7: their mother is a whore.
13: Did she shoot you, Adam? I don't want to talk about it. That's usually a clear sign you can't think of anything else. If you ask me... I didn't. Go away, Sam. I don't want you here.
7: I'll get back to digging your wells. No. I don't want any wells. The ranch doesn't matter. I'll pay you for the work you did and a bonus. Whatever you need. Just leave me alone.
13: I guess giving advice is the last bad habit a man will give up. I don't want advice. Nobody does. It's a giver's presence. Will you leave, for God's sake? Go through the motions, Adam. What motions? act out being alive like a play after a while a long while it'll be true why should I you have sons you're gonna pass something down even if you plant nothing weeds will grow and bramble something will grow go through the motions Adam send
7: your bill you get your money I'll come back, Adam. I'll be back again and again. You send your goddamn bill, Mr. Hamilton, and get off my land!
3: I can't imagine why you'd want to see me in private, Sheriff. Was there something particular you wanted? None of
14: that. You're Mrs. Trask, ain't you?
3: Well, what if I am?
14: I haven't met your husband, but I hear he's a nice man. I also hear he's taking it pretty hard. His shoulder's smashed, but he'll get well. The chink is taking pretty good care of him. I'm sorry. No, you're not sorry, and that had better be the last lie you tell me.
3: Then tell me what you want, Sheriff.
14: I want peace in this county, and I mean all kinds of peace. I notice you changed your name, Mrs. Trask.
3: Kate. I'm Kate Ames now.
14: You'll keep that name. I guess you made up somewhere you came from, and why? Keep those about 2,000 miles from here. That's your real hair color? Yes. Dye it black for a while. Lots of people look like somebody else.
3: What about my scar? What about this?
14: I'd call that a coincidence, wouldn't you?
3: Isn't there a threat? What you'll do if I don't do it?
14: No, I reckon I could come up with something pretty ornery if it came to it. I don't want you, what you are, what you do, or what you say, to hurt Mr. Trask or his boys. I don't want him ever to know. You figure you died, and now you're somebody else, and we'll get along fine.
3: Well, we'll get along, Sheriff. Just fine. Now, if you... Shut up.
14: I have got a boy. 20 this year. Big, nice-looking fellow with a broken nose. I don't want him in here. Let him go to Jenny's. If he comes in, you tell him to go to Jenny's.
3: Of course I will.
14: We'll give Mr. Trask time to heal himself.
0: But Adam didn't heal. He drew into himself. At first, people came to visit... But he simply did not see them eventually even Sam Hamilton stopped visiting more than a year passed
13: Um, give me two sacks of cornmeal Henry and I need nails half a box right with you
15: Sam hey Ching chong you finished
13: Uh, I finished Uh, Missy Hamilton how you do no Lee how are the boys a boy's fine that's all, Sam. Um, hang on a minute there, Henry. Got some business to do with the train
15: Watch your pockets, Sam.
13: How do you bear it? A
12: water off a shiny duck back. <laughs> it's good to see you, Mr. Hamilton. It has been
13: a long time. I know. I feel bad about it. But I didn't think I could do any good. How is he? Like a ghost. I can't shock him out of it. Maybe you can. Oh, I'm not good at shocking. I'd probably end up shocking myself. What did he name the twins in the end? He hasn't. Don't joke about something like that, Lee. I'm not joking. They don't have names.
12: He'll be a dead man soon, Mr. Hamilton. Can't you come and wake him up?
13: No names? Oh, yes. I'll come. I'll come and bring a horsewhip. Tomorrow, Lee. Tomorrow morning. Good.
12: I'll kill a chicken.
13: (laughs) Go away. Adam, you look terrible. You're not welcome. You once invited me. Well, I
7: don't invite you now.
13: I'm here anyhow. Out of some singular glory, your loins got twins. What business is that of yours? By God, you don't deserve them. You get off my land. Step back for me, Adam. I feel murder I'm nudging my gizzard. Step back. I won't. I'm going to beat some sense into you if it kills me.
7: Don't be stupid. You're an old man. Hey, Lee. Lee, bring a gun. Lee. You stop it. Stop it.
8: I'm warning you, Sam. Don't you think I can't defend myself? Come on, come on, now, let's see. Come on, come on, Adam, hit me, hit me. What do you want from me?
13: You have no love.
7: I had had enough to kill me. Stop it,
13: stop it, stop it. I won't stop. All right, Dad. That's bad. That's it, hide it, Adam.
12: Father, get it out
8: of here. Go away.
10: Stop
13: this. Stop it. Why can't you leave me alone? Your children have no names. Your mother left them motherless. And you've left them fatherless. Can't you feel the cold at night of a lonely child? Don't you remember how it felt, Adam? Even a little. Your boys have no names. Oh God. Oh, God. Well. You'd better come in the house. That's better. We'll find names for them, madam. We'll find good names to clothe them. Something's in the hen house. <laughs> That's Lee. You know, if chickens had a government, they'd take a very dim view of human celebration. Every time something the least hopeful happens to a man, some chicken goes hell into the block. <laughs> now, um, show me these boys. You have beautiful children, Adam. Oh. What? Why, they're, they're not alike. They're not identical twins. Have you only just seen that? Why? Well, I, I don't think I've looked at them properly.
7: That one, that one looks like my brother. I just saw it. I, I wonder if the other one looks like me.
13: Both of them do. A face has everything in it, right back to the beginning. Well, this one has rounder eyes. Yes, and around her head and bigger ears. But this one is more like... like a bullet. (laughs) This one might go farther, but not so high. This one will be shrewd, I think. Take him up. We ought to see whether there's something that draws names to them.
7: Thank you for coming, Samuel. I even thank you for hitting me. <laughs> That's a strange thing to
13: say. <laughs> it was a strange thing to do. It did it seem natural? <laughs> the last time I clobbered a human soul was over a red nosed girl and a school book in County Derry. And it was like my brother Charles.
7: There wasn't any fear in it, more like weariness. I guess I wasn't angry enough.
10: Has
7: there been any news of her? I've heard nothing. Uh Uh-huh. Do you hate her? No, no, just a... It's a kind of sinking in the heart. Maybe later I'll sort it out to hatred.
13: One day we'll sit and you lay it out on the table, neat like a solitaire dick. But now, wait, you can't find all the cards. Was she very beautiful, Sam? To you she was, because you made her. I don't think you ever saw her, only your own creation. Well, I wonder who she was, what she was. I'd like to know what kind of blood is in my boys. They'll be what you expect them to be. But their blood, sir. I don't very much believe in blood. I think when a man finds good or bad in his children, he's seen only what he planted in them after they cleared the womb. Well, you can't make a racehorse out of a pig. No, but you can make a very fast pig. (laughs) 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 That's better. Hello, Lee. I've sat on a table on the veranda. Well,
12: Lee, you've dropped the pigeon. I still use it in town. Come on, don't let it get cold. You two get out there and eat. You'll join us? Yes. Yes, I will. Uh, thank you.
13: Didn't they used to speak differently? I trust you now. I'll bring the boys. If this is their name and date, they have a right to be there.
7: Hmm, this chicken's good, Lee.
13: Your appetite is coming back. Aye, getting well, Adam. Some people think it's an insult to the glory of their sickness to get well. <laughs> but everyone gets well if he waits around. Now, what about names? I brought Liza's Bible. I got a lot of names in that. Or is there a family name you want? Oh no, I'd like to start fresh. What a shame they can't have the proper names for them. What do you mean? Well, you're Adam. Shouldn't your firstborn be Cain and Abe? What? Oh, no.
7: No, we can't do that
13: would be tempted in whatever fate there is. But isn't it odd that Cain is maybe the best known name in the whole world? And as far as I know, only one man has ever borne it. I got a shiver when
7: you mentioned it.
13: Cain and Abel. It's a story that has haunted us and followed us from our beginning. I don't understand it. Not at all. But I feel it. Liza gets angry with me. She says I shouldn't try to understand. I don't remember the details very well. Most people don't read the details. It's the details that astonish me. And Abel had no children. Mm. <laughs> I take no notice of me. I've never been content to pass a stone without looking under it. Will you have your Bible? Read it. I'd be sure. Yeah, read read the story. Well, give me some way, then we throw it straight out. <laughs> here it is. Such a little story to have made so deep a wound. I haven't heard it since I was a child. No, you think it's long then. It's very short. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain, and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she again bare his brother, Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering but unto Cain, to his offering, he had not respect. Now where... Oh, no, 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 go on, go on, go on, we will come back. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth, and why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. And Cain talked with Abel his brother. And it came to pass, when they were in the field, that Cain rose up against Abel his brother, and slew him. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground, and now art thou cursed from the earth, which hath opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. When thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shalt thou be in the earth. And Cain said unto the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Behold, thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth, and from thy face shall I be hid. And I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth, and it shall come to pass that everyone that findeth me shall slay me. And the Lord said unto him, Therefore, whosoever slayeth Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain, lest any finding him should kill him. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod, on the east of Eden. Oh, there it is. Sixteen verses, no more. And, oh Lord, not a single note of encouragement. It makes me feel better, not worse. How do you mean? Well,
7: every little boy thinks he invented sin. We think we learn virtue because we're told about it but we think every sin is our own design.
13: How does this make it better?
7: Well, because this is our father. We're, we're descended from this. Some of our guilt comes from our ancestors. What chance
13: did we have? We are our father's children. So it's an excuse. An excuse for our failures. Well, I admit, I feel a
7: little outraged at God. Both Cain and Abel gave what they had and God accepted Abel and rejected Cain. That doesn't seem just.
12: This story was written by and for a shepherd people. Wouldn't the God of Shepherds find a fat lamb
13: more valuable than a sheaf of barley? Even God can have a preference, can't he? Let's suppose God liked lamb better than vegetables. I do myself.
7: But why did God condemn Cain?
13: There's an advantage to listening to the words. God didn't condemn Cain, not at all. Cain... Brought him a bunch of carrots, maybe, and God said, I don't like this. Try again. Bring me something I like, and I'll set you up alongside your brother. But Cain got mad. His feelings were hurt. He wanted to strike out at something, and Abel was in the way of his anger.
7: but God branded him.
13: Did you listen? Cain bore the mark not to destroy him, but to save him. There's a curse called down on any man who kills him. It was a preserving mark. But Cain still got the dirty end of the stick. Maybe, but Cain lived and had children, and Abel didn't. Huh. We are Cain's children. Isn't it strange that three grown men, so many thousands of years away, discussed this crime as though it happened in King's City yesterday and hadn't come up for trial? <laughs>
10: yeah.
12: I think this is the best-known story in the world, because it's everybody's story. I- I'm feeling my way now. Don't jump on me if I'm not clear. The greatest terror a child can have is that he's not loved. The hell he fears is rejection. Everyone in the world has felt rejection to some extent. And with rejection comes anger. And with anger, some kind of crime in revenge for the rejection. And with the crime, guilt. And there you have the story of mankind. So? So, I think this old and terrible story is the story of the human soul. I think it's about the battle between good and evil in each of us. And the preserving mark is to allow Cain to fight that battle for himself. Dying would have been easier. The mark of Cain was a gift,
13: not a punishment. Oh, Lee, I'll have to take this off alone somewhere so I can pick it apart. You've disturbed my pretty universe. Yeah, but isn't it too simple? I'm I'm always afraid of simple things. It isn't simple at all. It's desperately complicated. Adam... What is it you have in, Lee? A philosopher who can cook, or a cook who can think. (laughs) But at the end, there's light. Uh, There's not going to be light long. We've sat and let the evening come. I drove over to help name the twins, and they're not named.
7: Yeah, you're right. Come on, name me some names. But from the Bible? From any place.
13: Well, let's see. Of all the people who started out of Egypt, only two came to the promised land, Caleb and Joshua.
7: Joshua was a soldier, a general. I don't like soldiering. I kind of like Caleb. Yeah,
13: Caleb Trance. <laughs> you called his name, Caleb's name. He's the smart one the the dark. Yeah. Oh look, the other one's awake too. Oh, oh, oh. I've always liked Aaron, but he didn't make it to the promised land.
7: <laughs> and here he is. Uh, That's good enough for me. In
13: two minutes, after a waterfall of words, Caleb and Aaron, now you are people. Uh, and you have joined the fraternity and have the right to be damned. Have you got them straight? Of course, Lee. That one's Caleb,
12: and you are Aaron.
7: Yesterday I couldn't tell them apart. Caleb and Aaron.
13: (laughs) I must go. Liza will kill me.
7: I'm glad you came, Sam. There's a weight off me.
13: Maybe now you'll be thinking about that garden. I can still see it the way you planned it?
7: Uh, I've got no one to show a garden to. I, I think that kind of energy has gone out of me.
13: Don't think it will ever die. Are you better than other men? It won't ever die until you do.
0: How strangely time passes. Quickly when you're not watching it and slowly when you are. Ten years passed uneventfully enough in a steady succession of incidents and plans. In Salinas, Kathy, or Kate, as I must now call her, made herself invaluable to Fay, the owner of the whorehouse. So invaluable that Fay, a generous soul, named Kate in her will. A year after the will was signed, Fay died of a strange wasting sickness. Kate still knew how to be patient, you see. And slowly, patiently, what became Kate's house developed a character all its own. The twins tumbled up under Lee's guidance. Babies to toddlers, toddlers to boys. Caleb refused to answer to anything but Cal. And Aaron found the two A's a little fancy for his friends. He became Aaron. Before Adam could quite believe it, his children were 11 years old.
4: Yes, got him!
5: Good shot.
4: We got us a rabbit, Aaron. Right through the heart. Yeah. I'm going to say you did it. I won't take credit. I'll say it was a hard shot.
5: Well, it was.
4: I'll give you credit to Lee and Father.
5: I don't know that I want credit. Not all of it.
4: You don't want credit?
5: Not if it isn't true.
4: We could cook that old rabbit, and have him for our supper, and and stay out
5: all night. It's too cold at night.
4: Not for me. I never feel cold.
5: You did this morning. No,
4: I didn't. I was just making fun of you, shivering like a milk baby. You calling me a liar? No. Yes, you are.
5: I don't want to fight. Scared to fight? No, I just don't want to.
4: If I said you were scared, would you call me a liar? No. Then you're scared, aren't you? I I guess so. Don't be mad at me.
5: You always want to fight.
4: I was only making a joke. Were you? Sure. Come on. Let's go get the rabbit.
5: We can give it to Father
4: for a supper. He likes a rabbit.
0: Sam Hamilton may have thought and played and philosophized about death, but he did not really believe in it. He and all around him were immortal. Sam's daughter, Una, married a poor, intense, dark man who had contempt born of fear for the Hamiltons and their eccentricities. He moved Una away, north, to Oregon. A few months later, she was dead. It cut the earth from under Sam's feet.
16: But this can't happen. Father can't be an old man. He might get old as midday, maybe, but sweet God, the evening can't come. Or the night.
5: You were here, Tom. You were here on the farm all along. Didn't you see it?
16: It was Una. Why didn't you say? We could have done something. God damn it, Will. What was there to tell? That the marrow was melting out of his bones? You weren't here. You didn't have to look at it.
4: We're not blaming you.
16: It's too hard a life here. He can't keep on like this. Why don't we get him to sell out, move into town? He and Mama could come and live with Molly and me. If we invite him to stay just for a while, get him used to the idea... He
7: won't agree.
16: We can try, can't we?
7: Sure, but he won't agree.
0: Sam did agree. First he and Liza would go to stay with Olive in Salinas. Then he knew an invitation would come from Will. Then one from George, and so forth. Sam couldn't fight anymore.
13: Tom! Ah. Hi, Father. Do you think you could look after the ranch if your mother and I took a little trip? Olive's invited us to Salinas. Sure. How long you would be gone? <laughs> What's the matter, father? It's the little tone, son. So little, I could barely hear it. But it was there. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. You may thank God you didn't want to be an actor, son, because you would have been a very bad one. Tom, my son, if you have a secret with your brothers and sisters, I don't mind. When did you work this plan out? Thanksgiving? When we were all together? Anyhow, it's working smooth as butter. I wasn't in favor of it. It doesn't sound like you. But... Yes, Tom. I'm glad you're going, Papa. Thank you for honoring me with the truth, son. Don't tell the others I know. I know where I'm going, Tom, I know where I'm going, and I'm content.
4: I know a secret. What? Huh? you'd tell.
5: No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, Cal. Well,
4: where do you think our mother is?
5: she's dead no she isn't she is too she
4: ran away i heard some men talking
5: they're liars father said she was in heaven
4: pretty soon i'm gonna run away and find her i'll bring her back
5: where did the men say she is i don't know but i'll find her she's in heaven why would father tell a lie don't you think she's in heaven cow who are the men who said it
4: just some men in the post office in king city they didn't think i could hear
5: why would she want to run away how do i know maybe she didn't like us no remember what lee told us your mother loved you and she still does and he gave me a star to look at he said maybe that was our mother and she'd love us as long as that light was there do you think lee is a liar cow i'm gonna hit you i was
4: just joking honest aaron It was only a joke.
5: I don't like that joke.
4: I won't do it anymore. It's gonna storm. Gonna be a bastard.
5: Did you really hear those men?
4: Maybe I only thought I did.
13: I got your letter, Lee. Aruna. You said good things. Chinese
12: things seem to get more Chinese as I get older. <laughs> How's that? All oh, right he hasn't changed much.
13: I wonder what he was like before. hmm I've wondered about that. It was a short flowering. and the boys
12: They're like two sides of a medal. Carl is sharp and dark and watchful and Aaron well he's the boy you like before he speaks
13: and like more afterwards. I have the same thing with my brood. you think with the same training and the same blood they'd be alike, but they're not. Not at all. Sam! <laughs> I'm here to bother you again. Well,
7: it's no bother at all.
13: Will you stay to dinner? I won't be responsible for the murder of more chickens. I have a pot roast. <laughs> well, in that case... Come on,
7: Sam, let's take a walk.
13: Maybe we'll meet the boys on their way home from school. I'm going away, Adam. Well, you'll be back. Won't you? We'll see. I wonder you're not ashamed to let that land lie follow. Uh, we've had this out before, Sam. I... You thought I'd change, well, I haven't changed. You take pride in your hurt. Does it make you feel large and tragic? Maybe you're playing a part on a great stage with only yourself as audience why do you always dig into
7: me Sam I'm glad to see you but why do you sniff around me like a coyote
13: to see if I can raise a little anger in you all oh, that fallow land and here beside me a fellow man you've never let her go I'd let the shooting go I don't think about that anymore but not her she still comes to you in the darkness of the night doesn't she a secret caller. What should I do? I know the shoulds, though I will never do them. You should find a new Cathy. Let the new Cathy kill the dream Cathy. You should find some new loveliness to cancel out the old. Let's go back My to father. the house. Oh. oh, there are the boys! Hi there! My God they it grown
12: you've given me great trouble Mr. Hamilton and you've disturbed the tranquility of China how do you mean? do you remember when you read us the 16 verses of Genesis Cain and Abel and we argued about them? oh yes that's a long
7: time ago now
12: 10 years nearly well the story bit into me and I went into it word for word The more I thought about the story, the more profound it became to me. Then I compared the translations we have, and they were fairly close. There was only one place that bothered me. When Jehovah has asked Cain why he is angry, in the King James Version, Jehovah says, If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted. And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door, and unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. It was the thou shalt that struck me, because it was a promise that Cain would conquer sin. Mm -hmm. But his children didn't entirely do it. (laughs) Then I got a copy of the American Standard Bible, and this passage was different. It says, do thou rule over him. Now, this isn't a promise, it's an order. I began to stew about it. I wondered what the original word had been that these very different translations could be made. It seemed to me that the man who could conceive this great story would know exactly what he wanted to say. So you don't tell me you studied Hebrew. I went to San Francisco to the headquarters of our family association. <laughs> Do you know about them? Our great families have centers where any member can get help or give it. Yeah, I've heard of them. You mean uh, a Chinese hatchet man tong tongue war over slave girl? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> well, it's a little different from that. I went there because... There are a number of ancient reverend gentlemen who are great scholars, thinkers in exactness. A man may spend many years pondering a sentence of the scholar you call uh, Confucius. Oh, yeah. I thought perhaps they could advise me. Uh, I respectfully submitted my problem to one of these sages, read him the story, and told him what I understood from it. The next night, four of them met and called me in. We discussed the story all night long. Can you imagine... Four old Chinese gentlemen, the youngest over 90 now, taking on the study of Hebrew. (laughs) They engaged a learned rabbi. They took to the study as though they were children. You should see Hebrew written in Chinese ink with a brush. (laughs) And what was the gold from your mining? Thou mayest, you may, you may rule over sin. I think I've missed something. Well, don't you see? The American Standard Translation orders men to triumph over sin. And you can call sin ignorance. The King James Translation makes a promise, thou shalt, meaning that men will definitely triumph over sin. But the Hebrew word, the word tinshal you may, that gives a choice. It might be the most important word in the world. It says the way is open, throws it right back on a man. For if you may, it is also true You may not. Do you see? Yeah. Yeah, I see. I do see. You may? Why? That makes a man great. In his weakness and his filth and his murder of his brother, he has still a great choice. He can choose his course and fight it through and win. Do you believe that, Lee? Yes, I do. It is easy out of laziness or weakness to say, uh, I couldn't help it, the way was set but think of the glory of the choice. That makes a man a man. (laughs) They brought the old gentlemen out of their Chinese shells too, and now they're studying Greek. (laughs) They're too interested to die. You mean these Chinese men believe the Old Testament? They know a true story when they hear it. They know that the story of Cain and Abel is a, a history of humankind in any age or culture or race. They do not believe a man writes 15 and three-quarter verses of truth and tells a lie with one verb. Well, I don't see how you could cook and raise the boys
7: and take care of me and still do all this. (laughs) Neither do I, but I
12: did. You may. You have the choice. It's a ladder to climb to the stars.
13: Adam... If I had a medicine that might cure you, but might also kill you, should I give it to you? what medicine? No, if I tell you, believe me, when I say, it may kill you. Be careful, Mr. Hamilton. Hey, what is this? I think for once I won't be careful. I'm not sure if I'm right but if I'm wrong, I accept the responsibility. Adam, do you want the medicine?
7: I don't know what it is, but
13: yes, give it to me. Kathy is in Salinas. She's called Kate now. She owns a whorehouse. It's the most vicious and depraved this whole end of the country. The worst things humans can think up are for sale there. The crippled and the crooked come there for satisfaction. There's your medicine, Adam. Let's see what it does to you. You're a liar. No, Adam. i many things, but not a liar.
12: Lee, is this true? Yes. Adam
13: let him go When a dog has eaten strict nine lee you get an axe and carry him to a chopping block and you wait for his next convulsion and in that moment chop his tail off If the poison hasn't gone too far he may recover Sometimes the shock of the pain counteracts the poison Without the shock he will surely die Is this the same I don't know. But without it, he will surely die.
12: I'd best get home. Can I ride with you a little way? I'll walk back. You're going away and you're not coming back. You don't intend to live much longer, do you? (laughs) How did you know? There's death all around you. It shines from
13: you. I didn't think anyone could see it. You know, only... I think of my life as a kind of music. Not always good music, mind, but still having form and melody. And since my daughter died, my life has not been a full orchestra for a long time now. You surprise me tonight. I surprised myself. Was I wrong to tell him? I don't know. It was you that did it, Lee. Me? Your two-word retranslation, thou mayest, you may, it shook me. And when the dizziness was over, my life, which is ending, seemed to be going on to an ending which is wonderful. My music as a new last melody, like a bird's song in the night. That's what it did to those old men of my family. You may rule over sin. What glory! I do not believe all men are destroyed. Most are, certainly. But there are others who guide frightened men through the darkness, like pillars of fire. You may rule over sin. The choice, Lee, the choice of winning. That's why I told Adam tonight. I exercised the choice. Maybe I was wrong. But by telling him, at least I forced him to live or get off the pot. What is that word, Lee? Timshall.
12: Uh, will you stop the buggy now? Whoa.
13: You'll have a long walk back. It doesn't matter.
12: Well. Well. Goodbye, Samuel.
13: Goodbye, Lee.
0: After a while, Lee turned and looked back at the buggy, and on the slope he saw old Samuel against the sky, his white hair shining with starlight. It was a deluge of a winter in the Salinas Valley, wet and wonderful. The feed was deep in January, and in February the hills were fat with grass. On March 15th, Tom Hamilton received a telegram. From his sister. Sam was dead. Adam went to Salinas for the funeral. Afterwards he found his feet leading him to a dingy dark-windowed house down by the tracks near Chinatown.
14: Do we know you? No you don't. You came here for something didn't you? If you tell me what you want I'll tell the proper girl.
7: I want to see Kate. Kate.
14: Um, Miss Kate's busy now. Does she expect you?
7: <laughs> nope. Can
14: you tell me what you want to see her about? Does she know you?
7: You tell her Adam Trask would like to see her.
14: You stay there. Right there, you hear?
3: I'll ask. Dad got your tongue? What do you want?
7: You can put away the pistol. I haven't come to hurt you. Sam Hamilton told me you were here.
3: Hadn't you heard before?
7: No. It made me a little crazy at first, but now... I'm all right. Last time I saw you, you had a pistol, too.
3: I expected you for a long time, and then when you didn't come, I... Well, I, I guess I forgot you.
7: Well, I didn't forget you. But now I can. What do you mean? Now I see you, I mean. Sam said that I'd never seen you, and it's true. I remember your face, but I'd never seen it. Now I
3: can forget it. You always were a fool. What are you staring at? Stop grinning at me.
7: You're still pretty. Well, your face, anyway.
3: Oh, Adam, you don't know how much those kind words mean to me.
7: I came up to Sam Hamilton's funeral. I'll miss him. Do you remember Sam? He helped you with the twins.
3: No, him. I'm glad he's dead. I hated him. He
7: gave you no reason?
3: He looked. He looked right into me.
7: That might have been good if I'd done the same.
3: Stop grinning. You're nothing. You're slop. Damn you, Adam, stop looking at me. (laughs) I'm trying
7: to work out what you hate so much.
3: It isn't hate.
7: It's contempt.
3: Contempt. Men are fools. Lying, hypocritical fools. Pretending goodness when they aren't good. I know all about men.
7: Sam said once that a woman who knows all about men usually knows one part very well and can't conceive the other parts. That doesn't mean they aren't there.
3: Oh, wise old Sam. Liar and hypocrite, just like the rest of you. You're all liars. I love to show you up. To rub your noses in your own nastiness. Think that in the whole world there's only evil and folly? damn right. Well, I don't believe that. (laughs) I can prove it. Take a look in that filing cabinet, Adam. No, thanks. Some very interesting photographs in there. The state senator who thinks he's going to run for Congress, covered in whip marks. The professor from Berkeley who comes all the way down here to have the toilets splashed in his face. A hundred of them, maybe more. Go on, take a look. I said no thanks anything happens to me, there's a hundred letters waiting to be dropped in the mail, each one with a picture, each one going where it will do the most damage. Maybe one day I'll move on and drop those letters in the mail anyway. If you can't wipe that stupid grin off your face, you can go. I know what you hate.
7: You don't hate their evil. You hate something in them that you can't understand. The good in them that you can't get at. You can't get
3: at it, so you have to try to kill it.
7: What is it you
3: want? Remember when you first saw me? My broken jaw, my missing teeth. My pleasure will be to find the man who did that, if he's still alive. And very slowly, with the greatest attention to pain, I'll take his life away. I have to go now. No, don't go, dear. Don't go, my love. I've missed you. My sheets are silk. Don't you want to feel them against your skin? You aren't clever at love, Adam, but I can teach you. Let me teach you. You just take your hand off my arm. You'll come back. You'll come crawling. You won't be able to help yourself.
7: You're the mother of my boys. You haven't even asked about them.
3: (laughs) Yes, yes, I am the mother of your sons. But how do you know you are the father? What? What
7: do you mean, Kathy?
3: My name is Kate. Listen, my darling, and remember. How many times did I let you come near enough to me to have children?
7: Well, you were hurt. You were terribly hurt.
3: Once. Just once.
7: The pregnancy made you ill. It
3: was hard on you. I wasn't too hurt... your brother remember Charles my he was strong
7: I think you're evil I think you are (laughs) do you imagine that I could believe that of my brother
3: you will at first you'll wonder and then you'll be unsure you'll start to remember some tea that tasted bitter you took my medicine by mistake, remember? Slept as you had never slept before and awakened late, thick-headed. You,
7: you were too hurt to plan a thing like that?
3: I can do anything. And now, my love, take off your clothes. I'll show you what else I can do. Stop that. What's gotten into you? Adam, stop it. Why are you laughing? Because it, it wouldn't matter. Even if it were true, it wouldn't matter. They're my boys. They're what I made them. They are not your boys. Didn't you hear me? You're not their father. It wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter at all.
7: Goodbye, Kate. Nice meeting you. It wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter at all.
3: Adam? Adam? Don't you walk out on me. Adam, you'll come back. Are you listening? Adam! I hate you now! I hate you!
7: My God. I'm free. I'm finally free. I don't have to worry anymore. She's gone. She's gone out of me.
0: I believe there is one story in the world, and only one. Humans are caught in their lives, in their thoughts, in their hungers and ambitions, in their avarice and cruelty and in their kindness and generosity, too, in a net of good and evil.
15: East of Eden by John Steinbeck Dramatized for radio by Sean McKenna with Henry Goodman, Lorelei King, and David Yip Episode 3
0: After Adam Trask saw his former wife and discovered what she had become, the owner of the cruelest whorehouse in California, he found to a surprise that he was free of her. He began to feel alive again. He left his ranch in the valley. He took his twin sons, Cal and Aaron, and his Chinese cook, Lee, and settled in Salinas. Here they lived quietly until the boys were almost sixteen.
4: Aaron, go to sleep, Cal. Why do you want to be a minister? I just do. Why would anyone want you to be a minister? Why are you being mean? I'm not. I'm wondering. You have to be good to be a minister. I am good. No, you're not. I am.
8: Mostly. I'll get better. Abra will help. Abra is very pure and good. Maybe Abra should be the minister then. Leave it, Cal. I'm better than you.
4: Everybody's better than me. Maybe I should repent. Maybe if I repent, I can be a minister too.
8: Ministers don't sneak out at night and come home at four in the morning.
4: I bet they do sometimes. I don't do anything wrong. Just don't let Father find out. What? do you do? I walk. My head gets noisy. I walk and I think. Till four in the morning? I watch. Watch what? I walk down by the tracks. I go to Chinatown. I sit around in bars and gambling houses. I watch.
8: I don't believe you.
4: It's true. Come with me if you want.
8: No, thanks. What's what's it like? Interesting.
4: Come with me. I can't. I'm going to be a minister. I don't do anything. I just watch. Come with me, Aaron. You mix me up, Cal. I, I, I wish you wouldn't.
0: From the first, Aaron won people's hearts by his blonde beauty and simplicity. Cal competed for attention in the only way he knew. ...by imitating him. But what was charming in Aaron... ...became suspicious
7: in the dark-faced cow. Lee, are the boys home yet? Uh, no, why? It's their school reports. That? Oh, no, no, not at all. Surprising, I guess. Aaron's doing better than Cal.
12: Aaron's steadier.
7: But Cal's sharper. That's ah, nothing. I just was surprised.
12: They're not alike, Adam.
7: No. You'd think, though, being twins... Ah, uh, maybe I just don't know so
12: much about my children. Has Aaron told you he wants to be a minister? A minister? It's all planned out. He's gonna become a minister and marry Abra. Well, I like Abra. She's a pretty wise kid. I like her too. You know more about my children than I do. I'm their friend. You're their father. It's natural. Besides, they value my, uh, inscrutable oriental wisdom. Well, me too. Has Cal got a girl? No, he's too busy fighting with himself. God, how I would hate to be 15 again. Dirt is very dirty and purity is shining white, remember? Yeah, I remember Charles fighting me. He thought our father
7: loved me best. He was right. It crippled Charles, and I don't want that to happen to my boys.
12: See how it turns out. You don't get your report until the end of term. <laughs>
0: Abra was almost a year younger than the twins. She and Aaron had first decided to marry when they were twelve,
8: and nothing had happened since to alter their plans. I guess it will be a long time before we can get married.
9: Not so long.
8: The Reverend Aaron Trask and his loving wife, Abra. Of course, we'll have to be celibate.
9: What's celibate? You know. No? Then look it up. You're blushing. Is it something dirty? No, no. I bet it's something dirty. I bet it is. We'll have children, won't we? I guess.
8: Reverend Rolf has children, so it must be all right.
9: Everyone has children, Aaron. What's it like not to have a mother?
8: I don't know. Like anything else. Where did that come from?
9: I don't know. I don't always think in a line.
8: I wish you'd say what you mean. I don't like riddles.
9: I overheard my parents talking. They said your mother wasn't dead. They said something bad happened and she went away. She's dead. Wouldn't it be nice if she wasn't? Maybe she lost her memory or something. Maybe we could find her.
8: My father says she's dead. He's not a liar. He's not a liar, nor is Lee.
9: All right, Aaron. I
8: only... He could be a liar. Not my father. My mother is dead. She's buried in the East someplace. She's dead.
0: But the thought was in his head. He had to choose. If his mother was alive, his father was a liar. Aaron chose to believe his father.
12: Adam, if you don't leave that icebox alone, the door will be off its hinges. Are <laughs> you being stern with me? Haven't you heard? Old Chinese servants stay loyal but turn cantankerous. Leave my icebox alone. It's already full of those little cups of yours. Yeah, I'm thinking of going into business. You don't need to. You have enough to live on. What's in those little cups anyway? Well, different things. Some of them smell very bad.
7: You know they dug up a mastodon in Siberia? It's been in the ice thousands of years and the meat's still good.
12: So you're planning to import mastodon meat? (laughs)
7: <laughs> no, Lee, I just, I just can't seem to get over the idea that you can keep things if you get them cold enough.
12: I don't think you'd be very good at business.
7: Why not?
12: Just a thought.
7: No, I need advice. Will Hamilton's doing
12: pretty well. Maybe I should talk to him. He'll tell you the same as I have. Mr. Trask, my father
16: spent his whole life inventing things. Cost him thousands trying to patent them.
7: Ideas. Always ideas. The country's changing, Will. People aren't gonna live the way they used to. The biggest market for oranges in winter is New York City. Now, I was thinking... I've been experimenting with our icebox. You know, if you chop ice fine and lay a head of lettuce on it, and wrap it in wax paper, it'll keep three weeks and come out fresh and good. Go on. Well, we could ship lettuce to the East Coast in the middle of winter. I thought I might buy the ice plant here in Salinas and try to ship some things. That would cost a lot of money. Well, I have quite a lot of money. I just want to see if it works.
16: If you want to lose forty dollars or $50,000 overnight, go right ahead. But my advice is, let your damned idea die. Kick dust over it. If you want to make money, plant beans on your land. They don't need ice. They keep, and they feed people. Don't buy the ice plant, Mr. Trask. Forget it.
0: But Adam wouldn't forget it. He bought the ice plant and plowed his money into the project. Businessmen spoke of his vision. The Chamber of Commerce attended the departure of six railroad cars full of iced lettuce.
12: Well, what does it say?
7: When the train got to Sacramento, a snowslide closed the Sierras for two days. The cars stood in a siding. On the third day, they crossed the mountains in time for a spell of unseasonably warm weather in the Midwest. <laughs> in Chicago, there was a mix-up, and my car stood in the sidings for five days. So what arrived in New York? Six carloads of horrible slop. Oh, dear. And on top of what my little enterprise cost to set up, there's a a $2,000 bill for garbage disposal. Oh, dear. How do you feel? All right, as a matter of fact, considering
12: I'm wiped out. I am, aren't I? Well, pretty nearly. You won't have much money left, certainly. You have the ranch. Maybe you could sell the ice plan. Adam, you aren't going to crawl back into your hole, are you? Oh, fine. I uh, just wanted to see if it could be done. I'll
7: keep the ice plant. It makes some money, and maybe I can figure something out. Hmm.
12: We'll try not to figure something that costs money, huh? I'd hate to leave my gas stove.
11: How's it feel to be poor,
9: lettucehead?
8: I'm going to kill you. I'm going to break your jaw. Aaron,
9: Aaron, don't you dare give chase. You heard him.
8: You heard what he called me.
9: Sticks and stones.
8: I have to get away from here. I hate it. Fathers made me look really stupid.
9: The lettuce wasn't your idea. Anyway, what about me?
8: I'm not good enough for you now. We're poor. Your parents won't want me to marry you. I'm just another poor kid. Besides, how can I bring you the disgrace? You're so perfect, so pure. I wouldn't want to shame you.
9: You wouldn't. I'm not. You are.
8: You're clean. You shine oh, like...
9: stop it. That's not me. That's someone you made up and put in my skin.
8: You just can't see yourself.
9: It's not me who can't see.
8: Don't be mad at me. I
9: am not. It's just that
8: you... I've always planned to go to college. I'm not giving that up just because father's... Oh, why did he have to mess with things he didn't know about? I hate him. Aaron! How do I know he didn't lie about my mother?
9: Sometimes, Aaron, I want to kill you. You're nothing but a spoiled child. Abra, Abra, don't walk off.
8: You can't just leave me. Abra!
0: Nobody mocked Cal for his father's misfortune. Carl wasn't the kind of boy you would dare to mock. He didn't stop his nocturnal wanderings. If anything, he was more restless. He had been honest with Aaron. He didn't drink or gamble. He sat in a corner and heard all
16: manner of things. Tell you what. What's your name? George? George, right. Tell you what we'll do. Let's you and me go down the line. Well, keep away from them two-bit whores. We'll go to Kate's. They got a circus down there. It's a Lulu. Kate sure knows her stuff. You know who she is, don't you? She's Adam Trask's wife. Shot him and ran off. Well, she was no good as a wife. She's one
12: hell of a
16: whore. Help me up a little, will you?
12: Hey, George, where you going?
4: what's the matter i know where my mother is and what she's doing i saw her i went there i saw her what do you want to know will you tell me the truth of course does my father know yes why did he say she was dead to save you from pain what did my father do to make her go away
12: Loved her with his whole mind and body. He gave her everything he could imagine.
4: Why did she do it? I don't know. Don't know or won't say. I don't know. What was she like?
12: I can only say what I think. I may be wrong. She, she is a mystery. Something she lacks. Kindness, maybe, or conscience. She was full of hatred, but why, or towards what? I don't know. It wasn't healthy hatred. He wasn't angry. It was... heartless. I don't know. It's good to talk
4: to you. I need to know. I can't tell you anymore. I don't know anymore. Tell me about my father, then. What did he do when she left? He died.
12: He walked around. But he was dead. What is it? I love him. I love him too. What if Aaron finds out? Then you'll have to stand by to help him. Do you hate your mother? Yes. Your father never hated
4: her. He only had sorrow. I hate her because I know why she went away. I know because I've got her in me. Stop that. Don't let me catch you
12: doing that. Of course you may have that in you. Everybody has, but you've got the other two. Don't you dare take the lazy way. Whatever you do, it will be you who does it, not your mother. Do you believe that, Lee? Yes, I believe it, and you'd better believe it too, or I'll break every bone in your body.
4: Are you all right? Yes you got pretty angry Hmm. I
12: wonder what happened to my oriental repose
4: I'm going to talk to father does Aaron know? no sir he doesn't go to places like that and if anyone said something he wouldn't believe it I wouldn't dare tell him why not? I don't think he could stand it. He hasn't enough badness in him to stand it.
0: And you have?
4: I do bad things. I think bad things.
7: I've failed you, haven't I? No, sir. I'm as bad a father as my father was. He made a mold and forced me into it. I was a bad casting, but I couldn't be remelted. He didn't allow me to be a person, and I haven't seen my sons as people.
4: Sir, don't be sorry. You've had too much of that. You know, Cal,
7: there's a responsibility to being a person. It isn't just taking up space where air would be. I trust you, son.
4: Thank you. Thank you, father. How would you like to quit school and go back to the ranch? We could make some money for father. I'm going to college. I wish I could go now. You've got this year's school and next to finish before you can go to college. I think I don't know that. If you worked hard, you could take the entrance examinations next summer and go in the fall. I, I couldn't do it. I think you could. Why not talk to the principal? And I bet Reverend Rolfe would help you. I sure
8: want to get out of this town. How about Abra? Would she want you to go away? She'll do what I want her to do.
4: Look. I'm going to try to make some money. If you knuckle down and pass your exams a year early, I'll help you through college. You will? Sure. Thanks, Cal. I'll go and see the principal this morning.
0: Cal felt a new joy. He appointed himself guardian of his father's contentment. His mother had been the instrument of Adam's hurt and shame. What she did before, she could do again, Cal reasoned. He set himself to learn all about her he began to follow her. He discovered that Kate emerged from the house every Monday at 1.30.
3: What do you want, boy? I... This isn't the first time you followed me. Tell me what you want.
4: Nothing. Who told you to do this?
3: Come on, cat got your tongue?
4: You're my mother, and I wanted to see what you're like. I'm Kaltrask. Oh. Let me see.
3: You better come in. Pour the tea, will you? It hurts my hands. What's the matter with your hands? Arthritis. Want to see? No. I always wear gloves these days look. Like a witch's talons, huh? All gnarled and bent and ugly. Look. (laughs) Well, you did ask. Hurts like hell. My grandmother had it and my mother. You'll probably get it. It's your inheritance, Charles. My name's Caleb.
4: Why is it so dark in here? I like it dark. Light hurts my eyes. Pour the tea. I don't want tea.
3: What do you want? Nothing. Just wanted to look at me? Yes. Satisfied? How do I look?
4: All right. What's your brother like? He looks like you. He wants to be a minister. He serves in the Episcopalian Church in Henry Street. Church? A man can do a lot of damage in the church. He means it.
3: Uh,
4: Is he stupid? He's nice. Why did you shoot my father and go away?
3: You talk older than your age. But not old enough.
4: Run along and play, boy. And wipe your nose. Sometimes... I work my brother over, just with words. I make him squirm. I've made him cry. He doesn't know how I do it. I'm smarter than he is. I don't want to do it. It makes me sick.
3: I'm smart.
4: They looked at me
3: and thought they knew all about me. And I fooled them. Every one of them. Nobody can trap me. Even when I was a little girl, I could do anything I wanted.
4: Did you ever wish you'd stayed? Oh, Christ, no. When you were little, did you... Did you ever have the feeling you were missing something, like everybody else knew something you didn't? Like a secret they wouldn't tell you? What am
3: I doing talking to snot-nosed kids? I must be crazy. What's the matter with you, boy? You're sweating like a pig. You don't have epilepsy, do you? You didn't get that from me.
4: What Lee said was true. The Chinaman? What did he say? I was afraid I had you in me.
3: You have?
4: No, I haven't. I'm my own. I don't have to be you. And how do you know that? I just know. If I'm mean, it's my own mean. Why are you looking at me like that? I don't think the light hurts your eyes. I think you're afraid. Get out. Go on, get out! I'm going. Go! I don't hate you, but I'm glad you're afraid.
3: Steady now. Don't let it hit you. Don't think for a while. Goddamn snot nose.
0: With her bandaged forefinger, she dug out a slender chain which hung around her neck. On it was a little steel tube. Very carefully, she shook out a gelatin capsule. She held it under the light and saw the white crystals inside. Six grains of morphine. A good, sure margin.
3: As if I'd be afraid. I'm not afraid of anything. Not anything.
4: Lee, do you think Father would mind if I went down to the ranch Friday afternoon? Just to look around? Cal, what's this about? I just want to look around. All right, I guess I'm
12: left out. I've got $5,000 if you ever need it.
4: Why would I need it? I don't know.
0: Like his father before him, Cal went to visit Will Hamilton, Sam's son. Like Adam, too, he had
4: a plan. I want to make a lot of money. I want you to tell me how. Really? What do you mean by a lot of money? Twenty dollars or $30,000. Good God. Why so much? My father lost a lot of money. I want to make enough to give him back what he lost. Why? I want to. If I ask
16: you a question, will you tell me the truth? I don't know. What's the question? (laughs) I like that. That's honest. And smart. You have a brother, right?
4: Aaron. Everybody loves Aaron.
16: Why do you want to give your father back
4: the money he lost? My father is good. I want to make it up to him that I'm not good. You're an unusual young man. One more question you don't have to answer.
16: Suppose you get this money and give it to your father. Would it cross your mind that you were trying to buy his love? Yes. It would be true. Do you read the papers? Uh, Yes, sir. We're going to be at war pretty soon with Germany.
4: That's what it looks like.
16: Do you know the present price of beans? No. Three and a half cents a pound. If we could guarantee farmers five cents a pound, we could contract 5,000 acres of beans.
4: What are we gonna do with five-cent beans in a three-cent market? Oh, yes. (laughs) I get it. I'm looking for a partner.
16: But I don't like to take a partner without money.
4: Oh, don't worry about that. I can get
16: $5,000. A
0: war always comes to someone else. In Salinas, we were aware that the United States was the greatest and most powerful nation in the world. Kaiser Bill seemed to us to pose no real threat. And when our friends and our friend's sons started to die, and the telegrams to sneak sorrowfully in, we realized that the war had come to us after all. Adam served on the draft board. Adam, who had hated soldiering.
7: Some days, Lee, I,
12: I... feel like a hanging, Judge. You're trying to carry the whole weight of the war. It's too heavy. Put it down. I
7: passed Judge Kendall's boy and he got killed in training. Lots of the boys I've passed have died. It'll be a long time before our boys are drafted. I know, that ought to make it better, but... You know, I've been thinking, Lee, about, about that time when uh, Sam Hamilton and you and I had a long discussion about a word. Hmm. What was that word? Uh,
12: tim yeah, Timshaw. And you said that the word... I said that word carried a man's greatness, if he wanted to take advantage of it. Sam felt good about it. It set him free. It gave him the right to be a man separate from other men. What was the word again? Timshel. You may. You have a choice.
0: The Reverend Rolf, who was Aaron's mentor, noticed a new member of his congregation. A woman, heavily veiled, who always sat at the back, He was astonished to learn that she was a notorious brothel keeper. He flattered himself that he was making a difference in the town. Kate only came to church when Aaron was serving at altar.
3: He is like me. The other one was right.
15: He's beautiful. Beautiful.
3: God, my hands hurt. I have money. I could move to New York. I could be a widow. Nobody need ever know about me. I could be a woman of mystery. A woman of mystery with a beautiful son in the church. God, my hands. What am I doing here? This is crazy. I don't do things like this. I wonder what his name is.
15: To avoid... And so
0: the war went on, and life went on. Aaron passed his examinations and went to college a year early. Cal was almost happy. His plan was working out. Lee.
12: Cal, I don't think I've ever seen you so uh, jovial. <laughs> Here, this is for you.
4: Oh. I lent you 5000 I didn't want interest. It's better to give you interest. I might want to borrow it back. I'm gonna give him the money at Thanksgiving. Have you really got the money? Fifteen thousand dollars. Don't look at me like that. I didn't steal it. We'll get some champagne. And maybe... Hey, should we decorate the dining room?
0: Aaron seemed quiet when he got home for the holiday.
8: Cal? You got trouble? No. I just... Cal, I don't want to go on at college. You
4: haven't told father, have you? It's bad enough I don't want to go. What will you do? Take over the ranch, maybe? Abra would like that. There's a lease still to run. And there's no money in farming. I don't want much money, just to get along. I want a lot of money. I'll get it, too. How? Tell you what, if you go on at college, I'll get started. Then when you finish, we can be partners. I don't want to go back. You have to. Father wants you to. That won't make me go. Sleep on it. We'll talk about it tomorrow. After dinner. Get out
12: from under my feet, Cal.
4: Need any help stuffing that turkey? When will you ever any
12: help in the kitchen? What's wrong? Nervous? Yes. Mm. It's hard giving people things. Sometimes it's harder to be given them. How do you think Aaron looks? All right, I guess. Dinner's at 4:30, right? At five. Aaron asked me. Abra's parents won't let her
4: out till then. Why are you scowling? It's my day, not Aaron's. I'm jealous, Lee. I know. Giving father this money, it's not for him, it's for me. There's not one decent thing about it, about me. Do you really believe that? You always said I should be honest. It's usually a good idea. I know why father loves Aaron. It's because he looks like her. Father never got over it, did he? He may not know it, but it's true.
12: Does that make you jealous of her, too?
4: Yes. I told you I'm bad. Why not just be what you are and do what you do? That's a hard question, Lee.
10: Hmm.
12: Now, let's see. Uh, 18 pounds, 20 minutes to the pound. That's 18 times 20. That's 316 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) That was the best turkey I've ever eaten, Lee Mm. the stuffing was sour (laughs) It was not
7: (laughs) Let him be, Aaron Turkeys don't taste like turkeys used to taste, huh? Isn't that so, Lee?
12: I don't like being old You'll live to be a hundred You know I'm not a hundred (laughs) already
7: I don't remember when I felt so good Maybe it's only a good night's sleep and a good trip to the bathroom (laughs) But maybe it's because we're all together And at peace. Aaron, I'm proud of you. We didn't know how much we'd miss you till you went away. Thank you, Father. Hey, how about dessert, Lee? Father? Yes,
4: son. I have something for you. Here. For for me? Open it. Um,
9: Presents? (laughs) It isn't Christmas.
4: (laughs) Oh, it's better than Christmas. Open it, Father.
9: I bet it's a (laughs) handkerchief.
4: What's this? $15,000. I made it to give you, to to make up for the lettuce. It's for you. You made it? How? Will Hamilton and me, we made it on beans. We bought futures at 5 cents, and when the price jumped, well, it's for you. (laughs) $15,000. It's for you. Father?
7: You'll have to give it back.
4: What do you mean? Give it back to who?
7: To the people you got it from.
4: The army purchasing agency? They can't take it back. They're paying twelve and a half cents for beans all over the country. Then
7: give it back to the farmers you robbed.
4: We haven't robbed anyone. We paid them two cents over the market. We didn't rob them.
7: Father. Quiet, Aaron. I send boys out. I sign my name and they go out. And some will die. And some will lie helpless without arms or legs. Not one will come back untorn. Son, do you think I can make a profit on that?
4: I did it for you. I wanted you to have the money to make up your loss.
7: I don't want the money, Cal. I don't want it. But I like the idea of a present, though. Thank you for the thought.
4: I'll put it away. I'll keep it for you. No.
7: I won't want it, ever. I would have been happy if you could have given me... Well, what your brother has. Pride in the thing he's doing. Gladness in his goodness. And money, Cal. Money, even clean money, doesn't stack up with that. Have I made you angry, son? Don't be angry. If you want to give me a present, give me a good life. Now that would be something I could value. Here. Take the money.
4: Uh, I'm sorry, father. I didn't know how you felt about it.
2: Don't be angry, son.
12: Does anybody want dessert?
0: They let him alone. He sat in his room. He thought he would cry, but he did not.
12: I brought you some coffee. I don't want it. He couldn't help it, Cal. That's his nature. It was the only way he knew. He didn't have a choice. But
4: you have. Do you hear me? You have a choice. Cal? Aren't you making a fuss about nothing? You must be slipping. You'd think from your tone that I'd killed somebody. Come off it, Lee. I told you once
12: when you asked me. I told you it was all in yourself. I said you could
4: control it if you wanted. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm gonna find Aaron. Are you sure that's what you want? Why shouldn't I? Be careful, Cal. Cal? Came looking for you. Where's Abra? I walked her home.
8: I'm I'm sorry about it was a good thing to do. Forget
4: it. Will you come with me? I wanna show you something. It's a surprise. What? what? It's very interesting. You'll be interested.
8: Doing here? This is an awful place. Why have you brought me here? I told
4: you, it's a surprise.
3: Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, Judge. My, we have a whole
4: house tonight. Cal, Cal! Shh, just another minute. Don't you worry, Judge. You can rely on Ellie's discretion. She's the best at this. I brought someone for you to meet. Get him out of here, Aaron. I'd like you to meet our mother. Cal, get them out! This is our mother, Aaron. You look just like her.
3: still hurt I take the laudanum but they still goddamn hurt it's in my hip now soon all the pains will meet up and join like rats in a clot I need to sleep I've had no sleep for a long time his face so beautiful so like me His poor face. Whatever I did, I was driven to. I'm different to other people. I have something they don't have. Or maybe... Maybe they had something and... And I missed it. His face. His face. I won't think about it. I'll think about something, something else. Alice. Alice in Wonderland. Alice found a cake that said, Eat me. (laughs) Eat me. It made her shrink. So she could hide in a mouse hole. Eat me, drink me. <laughs> <laughs>
12: deputy quinn would like to speak to you
15: i'm sorry to trouble you
12: horace
15: well something wrong this isn't official is it is it aaron nothing's wrong mr trask at least i don't think so but yes it is to do with aaron have you found him is he missing
12: no no not missing he he hasn't been home for two nights but
7: he's at college he's gone back to college you know what young people are that's not why
15: I'm here. Mr. Trask, that woman, was she still married to you? Yes. Or what's the matter? She killed herself last night. Took morphine. Oh, my poor darling. Oh, my poor, poor darling.
7: I'm sorry, excuse me. Excuse me, Iris. I wasn't expecting that.
12: Thanks for letting us know, Mr. Quinn. Oh.
15: I'm sorry. It uh, took me by surprise. She left a will. Looks like it was the last thing she did. She left everything to Aaron.
7: He doesn't know.
15: She's his mother Oh, good lord There's more than a hundred thousand dollars In cash Maybe you'd better tell him Yes, I will
7: I... As soon as he comes home I I don't know how I'll start
12: Lee, where's Cal? In his room i better tell him I'll do it Go away. Do you know where your brother is?
4: No, I don't. Weren't you with him at all? No. He hasn't been home for two nights. Where is he? How do I know? Am I supposed to look after him? I can smell burning. I burned the money.
12: Fifteen thousand dollars. I burned it. And you smell a drink. Still? Still. It's sweating out of you. I drank like a pig. Did it help? No. No. You told him, didn't you?
4: Go ahead. Give me a lecture. I don't have a lecture. Why did I do it, Lee?
12: Why? Don't you
4: know? It's too complicated. It's not
12: complicated. You were mad at him because your father hurt your feelings. It was just mean. Your mother committed suicide last night.
4: I hope it hurt. Now, I, I don't want to say that. I don't even want to think it. There it is again, see? It, it's in me all the time. Did burning the money give you so much pleasure? I guess so. And
12: are you enjoying your despair? Lee, well, you're pretty full of yourself. You're marveling at the tragic spectacle of Caleb Trask. Are you trying to attract dignity and tragedy to yourself because your mother was a whore? And if anything has happened to your brother... Will you be able to sneak the eminence for being a murderer too, snot nose?
4: Talk away. Go on, talk away. No.
12: I've finished now. Your father worries me. He seems too tired.
0: When the postcard came, Adam had to ask Lee to read it. It didn't take long.
8: Dear father, I'm in the army. I told them I was 18. I'll be all right. Don't worry about me, Aaron.
4: Lee, can we get father to the doctor about his eyes? He talks about them all the time. I don't think it's his eyes finding out my trouble him. He's had a bad
12: shock. Let him get better. I'll read him all he wants. What do you think it is?
4: Oh, I don't want to say. Have you seen Abra? Uh, she walks away from me. Well, can't you catch her? <sighs> sure. I could throw her down and punch her in the face and make her talk to me, but I won't.
12: Well, maybe if you break the ice. Sometimes the barrier is so weak it just falls over when you touch it. Tell her I want to see her. I miss her. I won't. You feel awful guilty, don't you? If you don't open up, you're going to feel worse, not better. You can't carry this alone. It will kill you. Maybe that's what I deserve. Oh, well, that's the cheapest form of self-indulgence. Stop it.
4: Ollie, no, how do you stop it? Talk to Abra. I didn't think you'd talk to me. You wouldn't before.
9: You were mad. I could see it in your face and the way you walked. I don't want to talk to you mad. You're not mad now. No. Have you heard from Aaron? A postcard. He said he was in the army. He said he wasn't fit for me. He wasn't clean.
4: Do you know why he went away?
9: I could figure it out. I've known about your mother for a long time. Do you hate me? No, Cal. But you hate me a little. Why is that?
4: Uh, I'm afraid of you.
9: No need to be.
4: I've hurt you more than you know uh, And you're my brother's girl
9: How have you hurt me? And I'm not your brother's girl You know It's not so terribly long since I grew up And wasn't a child anymore Do you know what I mean? Yes It's hard to say now I wish I'd said it then I didn't love Aaron anymore He didn't grow up. He lived in a story he made up. We made up together. It had to come out the way he'd planned. It had to, if he had to tear the world up by the roots. I didn't believe it anymore. Do you understand?
4: I think I might.
9: He couldn't stand knowing about his mother, because that's not how he wanted the story to go. So he tore up the world He did it, Cal Not you I helped Maybe Maybe I helped too I couldn't be what he wanted me to be I tried (laughs) I'll have to think Me too I think I love you, Cal. I'm not good. Because you're not good.
0: At three o'clock in the afternoon, Adam was asleep in bed. Lee was sitting at his desk, turning over the pages of a seed catalog. The pictures of sweet peas were in color.
12: The front doorbell rang. Oh God, I can go and find it's an advertisement under the door or I can sit here and let my silly old mind tell me death is on the doorstep.
0: He went into the hall. It wasn't an advertisement. It was a telegram. He knew
12: what it contained. He wanted to open it to spare Adam. No. Nobody has the right to remove any single experience from another. Life and death are promised. We have a right
0: to pain. He went into the bathroom and measured three teaspoons of elixir of bromide into a glass and added water until the red medicine was pink. Then he carried the glass and the telegram to Adam's bedroom.
12: Cal?
4: Lee? What is
12: it? Your brother is dead. Your father has had a stroke. How bad? I don't know. Sit down and wait, Cal. Sit down and wait. Get used to it. I'm trying to. Cal? Dr. Murphy.
15: I've been with your father. Do you know what a stroke is, Cal? This one is a leakage of blood in the brain. Certain areas of the brain are affected. There have been earlier small leakages. Lee knows that. Yes. Can he talk? A little. Don't tire him.
4: Can he get well?
15: Theoretically. He might live a week, a month, a year, even two years. He might die tonight. I'll send in a nurse. She'll take care of him. I'll do that. You'll need help, Lee.
4: Will he know me?
15: You'll have to find that out for yourself.
4: I want to see him.
15: Yes. That'd be fine.
4: Father, I'm sorry, Father. Can you hear me? I think that's yes. I hope it's yes. I did it. I'm responsible for Aaron's death and for your sickness. I I took him to Kate's. I showed him his mother. That's why he went away. I don't want to do bad things, but I I do them. Cal? I told him. I told him what I did, Lee. I killed my brother. I'm a murderer. He knows it. He accused me. Did he say it? He didn't have to. It was in his eyes. I'll never forget his eyes. He'll die, but his eyes will still be looking at me, telling me I killed my brother. You didn't. Yes, I did. And his eyes say I did.
12: Listen to me. Adam's brain centers are affected. Anything you see in his eyes may be pressure on that part of his brain
4: which governs his seeing. You don't know he accused you I know. He said I was a murderer... Then he will forgive you, I promise.
12: I've always had to do my weeping alone. I thought that once an angry and disgusted god poured molten fire from a crucible to destroy or purify his little handiwork of mud. I thought I had inherited both the scars of the fire and the impurities which made the fire necessary. All inherited, I thought, all inherited. Do you feel that way? I... I think so. Maybe you'll come to know that every man in every generation is refired. Does the craftsman, even in his old age, lose his hunger to make a perfect cup? Thin, strong, translucent. All impurities burned out. For that, you need more fire. And then... Either the slag heap or perhaps what no one in the world ever quite gives up upon. Perfection. I can't take it in. Cal, listen. Can you think that whatever made us would stop trying? Adam, can you hear me? Adam? I don't know what you can hear or what you can understand. I don't know whether behind your eyes you're alert and keen or if you like some new thing in the world. Can you hear me? Thank you. I know how hard it is. I'm going to ask you to do a much harder thing. Here's your son, Caleb, your only son. Look at him, Adam.
4: Lee. Yes, I know.
12: He can see you. I don't know how long you will live, Adam. Maybe a long time, maybe an hour. But your son will live. He will marry and his children will be the only remnant of you in the world. He did a thing in anger, Adam, because he thought you had rejected him. The result of his anger is that... His brother and your son is dead. Lee, you can't. I have to. If it kills him, I have to. I have the choice. Your son is marked with guilt out of himself, out of himself, almost more than he can bear. Don't crush him with rejection. Don't crush him, Adam. Give him your blessing. Don't leave him alone with his guilt. Give him your blessing. Help him, Adam, help him. Give him his chance, let him be free. That's all a man has over the beasts. Free him, bless him. Look, Cal, look at his hand. He has given you his blessing. Father. Thank you, Adam, thank you, my friend. Can you move your lips. Make your lips form his name. That's it, Adam. Tim Show.
7: Tim Show.